Hey friends, welcome to our second episode of Kitty Confessions. I'm Elise. I'm Brandy. And today we have a bunch of different things that we're going to talk about, but we're going to first start off talking about polyamory and open relationships. Brandy, do you want to start that part? Uh, I feel like you know more about it. Oh, and I don't okay. want to like butcher like... Okay, so polyamory is the concept of having multiple different romantic relationships and open relationships. Uh, they can kind of be flexible. It could be you can have multiple romantic relationships. You can have multiple sexual partners. Open, having your relationship defined as an open relationship gives you a lot more flexibility, whereas polyamory generally means that you have like an additional person that's a part of your relationship or separate from your um, main relationship. So if I have a boyfriend, I also have a girlfriend that may be separate or we may have a third in our um, dynamic that's also both of our girlfriends or both of our boyfriends or, you know, it could just be my boyfriend and he lives with us, whatever the case may be. So yeah, do you think you could do one? Um. Okay, well, before I answer that question, I always thought like, Polyamory was like, so I'm in a relationship with someone and then we have a girlfriend or a boyfriend together. And I thought, so what's the difference between polyamory and, and like just an open relationship? Is it not the same? So generally polyamory is restricted to like romantic partners. So you're seeking out other romantic partners. So you're having additional relationships outside of your main relationship or in conjunction with your main relationship. So like I said, I have a boyfriend and then I also have a girlfriend that he may not interact with. This is a completely separate romantic dynamic from me and his relationships. Or we have a mutual girlfriend that live, could live in, could not live in, that we share as an additional romantic partner as a part of our already pre-existing relationship. So it could be separate or together. Okay, got it. Whereas so, with an open relationship, you have more flexibility. You could say, we don't want additional romantic partners. We just want to be able to have the freedom to have other sexual partners. That makes sense. Because, well, I guess what Polly always thought is it's like, it's strictly we together are dating another person. I didn't know that you could go outside mm -hmm. and date other people that you didn't necessarily have to date with your significant other. I thought that was strictly open and I thought Polly was just like, we're dating. Yeah, no, polyamory is just having multiple loves. That's literally what it means. Oh, yeah. Well, I could totally do that. As long as, like, there's communication and, like, boundaries. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's just something you sh some things you shouldn't do with the outside person, <clears throat> excuse me, that you normally do with, like, your significant other. Like, you having condom sex with the other person. <laughs> like, you're using protection with the other person. You're not interfering with our time. Like, if me and you are going out, you can't let the other person that's outside of the relationship interfere with our alone time together. Mm -hmm. um, just certain boundaries. It doesn't have to be, like, super strict rules, but, like, certain boundaries to just know that we're on the same page and it's not going to put, like, a strain on the relationship we have with each other. No, I think that's really important to, like, talk <laughs> about me. and elaborate deeper on is that a lot of times when people enter into polyamory, polyamorous relationships are open dynamics. They don't really talk about like the boundaries that you need to set and the comfortability and the strength that you need to have within your current relationship before you even start having additional partners because that's when you end up having problems is if you don't establish boundaries, you don't know if your partner is okay with you having unprotected sex with this person. Yeah. You don't know if this partner um, wants X amount of time with you before you can go spend time with these other people or do these additional things. And it causes friction. And that's not fair to the additional person that you're bringing in to your already pre-existing relationship dynamic because now they're going to experience that friction as well, whether or not you like it or not. Yeah, because even with like, 
poly relationships and even open relationships, you hear, well, I've heard like, I've just seen like Twitter threads and things like that in media. Like you hear horror stories of like people being in open relationships or having a poly relationship and the person that was outside, like the person that they were dating outside of their relationship, like you hear about them like getting pregnant and things like that. And then they're like, okay, well, you violated a certain boundary that we set within this relationship. And I, I remember seeing people talk about it like, well, how are you going to be mad about if you have an open relationship or a poly relationship and your significant other gets another person pregnant because you let them mess with somebody else? But I'm like, that, no, they can be mad because if we set boundaries, like, first of all, you're supposed to be having protected sex with this person. Like, don't just get somebody pregnant. Yeah, don't like, violate Yeah. That. I don't yeah. know. No, that makes complete sense. It's the same way, like, if you're in a monogamous relationship, you expect your partner to be faithful to you. Yeah. It's the expectation that you go into a monogamous relationship. And if your partner cheats on you, you're going to feel violated. You're going to feel disrespected. It's the same concept, except now you're adding additional partners. I still expect for you to adhere to these certain rules. We just have a different dynamic that's not monogamy. You still have to respect my boundaries and the rules that we've defined for this relationship. Yeah. And I don't know if this is just a general rule for those type of relationships, but I know for me, I would, I have to meet who the other person is. I want to meet them. Like, I want us all to have a, a basic relationship or a basic knowledge of each other. Just because it's like, I feel like that would not make me feel better, but that's just a certain boundary I would set. Like, can I at least get to know them? Or my friends are off limits or something like that. Unless it was like, okay. I don't know how to explain what I'm thinking here. So, like, if it was a friend that I was cool with and I'm like, yeah, because I want to mess with them, too. So, you know, you go ahead and mess okay. with them. But, like, not somebody that I'm like, I just don't want. Like, some friends are off limits. But I feel like for the most part, I would want to know. Like, if I was in an open relationship right now or a poly relationship with my significant other and he and he was messing with somebody else, I would want to get to meet that person just so we can all know each other and get a feel of each other and understand each other's boundaries. I feel like it would make it easier for me. And it would just make a smoother relationship, if that makes sense. I don't... I think that makes sense. I think for me, on the other end, I think I, it would kind of depend. If you're having a whole nother romantic relationship outside of me that's separate from me, I would want to meet them. But if we're right. just having casual sex with other people, I don't think I care to meet the person or people that you're having casual sex with. I would want to know about it, and I would probably would ask you, like, way more questions than you would probably be comfortable telling me mm -hmm. about your interactions with that person. But I don't necessarily need to know who you're fucking outside yeah. of me. Well, I guess that's what I meant. Like, I want to know. Like, if it was a romantic relationship that you're getting in with this other person, then I want to know them. But if you're just having sex, I really don't necessarily have to know them, but I do want to know, like, are you using protection? When are you going to, like, not when. You don't have to tell me every time you're going to go spend time with this person, but like I said before, don't let it interfere with the time mm -hmm. we're spending with each other. Um, just making sure everybody is being safe about it. So none of that, like, <laughs> random babies pop up and STDs and stuff like that. Like, it just has to be, like, a like, clear be rule. Smart. Yeah, be, be smart, smart, be respectful. Because um, at the end of the day, as long as you're open and we're communicating about it, I feel like that's what make those, makes those type of relationships work. But I would totally be down for something like that. Um, yeah, I think that might be, like, not necessarily polyamory. I don't really think... Mm -mm. I could do that. The romantic thing. I, I want all of your love to be for me. Like, yeah. all of your romantic love should be on me. But if you want to go fuck some other people on the side, I don't think I have a problem with that. Yeah. So I could have an open relationship. I could probably do, like, swinging, going to, like, sex clubs, things like that. I'd for be sure. definitely down for that. 
but I don't think I could do like an actual polyamorous relationship with multiple romantic no. partners because I don't think I could handle that. Because like, I don't oh, want you love you... her too. Yeah, I'm like, like hey, just a heads up tonight, I'm going on a date with Mildred. <laughs> what about our date? And you walk in and she, he got flowers for her and they went to a five-star restaurant. It's like, okay, I don't like that. that I don't want you to have, I don't want you to have feelings towards the other person. I want you to just have fun. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'll be more uh, more open to being in an open relationship than a poly relationship. Because once that romance shit starts, I'm like, we cutting all of this out. You yeah. said you was just fucking. I'm going to get jealous. <laughs> I'm going to be like, why are you spending money on her? That's my money. We're supposed to go on vacation. Now that's $100 Now they going on vacation. <laughs> Oh my God, that's another thing. You cannot go on voca- vacation with some other person. Not even in a poly relationship no. that they're like romantically involved with. That was, no. What if y'all both go? What if y'all all go on vacation together? So if we're in a couple, like we're all together, we is me, him, her, me, him, him. Then yeah, we could definitely go on a vacation together because then we're all in a relationship together. But if this is just your relationship on the side, no, because then that's taken away from me. When there's two other people and we're all doing this together, then it's all about all of us. Or at least ideally, that's the way it would be. So there's nothing being taken away from me as a result from this relationship. I have two people that I love and two people that love me. Back, right. And it's equal. Yes, it's equal, ideally balanced between the two. Versus if you have another significant other on the side, (laughs) now you're... (laughs) <laughs> really actually dividing your time up, time, money, everything between me and that other person. And I'm too selfish for that. I don't want you dividing your time, money, yeah, and no. all that other stuff up between like, us. I don't want you to love nobody else. You can have sex with somebody else. I don't want you to love. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I would be open to the open relationship thing because that's, for the most part, what I hear from those situations is mostly just sex. But if I got into, like, the whole poly thing, we will all have to be together. Like, I don't want you going outside and dating this, but like, we all dating each other at the same time within the same spaces. Like, in a different universe, let's say I'm rich. <laughs> I own a nice mansion. Let's live together. She can sleep in the guest room. <laughs> That's not fair, though. <laughs> because if y'all in it together, y'all supposed to sleep in the same How bed. Is well, first of all, sometimes... I like sleeping alone anyway. So you just have, like, a guest room just in case you don't want to sleep with them niggas that night. But, like, you can't be like, oh, you sleep in the other room by yourself. So I have to be, like... in a relationship together. But she got to always, like, be, like... We in a relationship, but it's like, you know... I don't think she has to always be there. I think, like, having a guest room would be, like, a good idea. Yeah. Like, but we I got into an argument like, earlier today. You go into the guest room tonight, or she's on her period this week. Guest room. You're going to shun her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, I guess that's more open then. That's not ro- romantic, is it? No, because I think no. I think three people in the bed every night. I'm, I'm not. Hot. I'm not saying that it has to be that specifically, but forcing her to have her own room that's just hers. Yeah, I think that's space. fucked up. Really, you think so? Yeah, because I think okay. if we're in a relationship together, then we can share the space. But I do think that there should be spaces that we all exclusively have to ourselves but just making her be like all right this is my priority partner this is my main partner this is not your main partner you're just an addition to our relationship you got to have your own room i think that's kind of fucked up okay well I'm then up it's because... not then it's not like a relationship together she's a unicorn okay that's what i want then okay. i want the unicorn okay that's okay i just wasn't clear of the word that i needed to use because i don't want per se us all I don't want her to have the same level as me, but I do want you to be involved. Like, okay, she's cooking for us tonight, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're on a date in the house. You go in the kitchen and cook for us, bring it to the table. Maybe later, 
you can come out the guest room and knock on our door and join. Like, because I don't want you to have the same. So she'd be a unicorn. Like, I, I, Yeah, that would be like a type of a unicorn. Okay, so that's the word I'm looking for. That's the lifestyle I want. I would like a unicorn. You want somebody to step in and step out when you need them to step in and step out. Yeah. Because like, even if like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a woman, but not all guys are like, I'm not going to have a guy come in. But if I could have a guy too, like, oh, he oh cut the God, grass today. Be amazing. Yeah, like he's taking the trash out and cutting the grass today. But a lot of men will be like, I don't want that. When they think of like threesomes, open relationships and everything. They go, oh, we're adding another woman. But what if I want to add another man? That's because men are just extraterritorial about that. I don't want to share this vagina. It's only mine. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want, you know, everybody else to have it. You'd be like, open relationship? I don't know, because are you going to have sex with other men? I mean, possibly. Yeah, that's... But you were cool with it when it involved you having sex with other women. So what... That's different. <laughs> that was different for you? What's the... I don't know. But yeah, unicorn is the term for me. Yeah. But, okay. I'm, With the unicorn thing, I like I know you said if we were all in a relationship, we have to treat her equally. With the unicorn thing, we don't have to treat her equally, right? Like, I'm not going to treat her like shit. It's I guess like, you're it not coming out on, on a date. how you mean equally. I mean, a unicorn would be coming in for generally, like, sexual purchases to have, like, a threesome. They're not really going to be doing all of the... Extra, but what if there are days friendly duties? But what if there are our days where I'm like, okay, we want to spoil you tonight? Come I mean, out to I don't dinner think there's us. something wrong with that. Anything wrong with that? As long as can that partner shopping? agrees to it, then yeah. Can we can we take her shopping? If y'all want, can we take her on trips? Yeah, we going on a vacation. We put you up in. I'm. This is all just hypothetical because I'm rich in my mind. We go on a vacation to Dubai. And we put you in your own room. And there's some nights we're like, hey, come to our room tonight after today's excursions. I think if that, as long as she agrees to that type of dynamic, then yes, everything is all fair game. The important part about it is ensuring that everybody agrees and is okay with that dynamic that y'all agree on. If you're treating her differently and that's not what she came into the relationship expecting, she was expecting to be an actual third, then that's different because now she probably is going to feel excluded. That's not what she signed up for. We're going to communicate that with her. Yeah. Communication is key. You need to make sure that everybody is on board to do the things that you want them to do. Do you think, and this is just me wondering because my mind be going 150 miles per hour. Do you think that there's ever been situations where there's a rich couple and you know a lot of rich couples they like to have like nannies and stuff like that do you think there's ever been a situation where like they hire a nanny she lives with them but she's also a unicorn definitely and yes. she goes on a vacation to watch the kids when the kids go to sleep like come to our room like she watching our kids yes. and she's having sex I with them I definitely think that's happening but when you want that job I think that would be a pretty decent yeah. setup you taking me on trips you paying me well I'm your nanny I don't really got shit to do but help take care of your kids. Yeah. Yes. Especially if the kids are real young. Give them a bottle, put them to sleep. I'm Not living in your a room, nice turn lifestyle. And you still paying me for being a nanny. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're still paying me to be a nanny. You're financing my trips. You're doing all of these nice... Yep, I can do that. So it's like, I guess that's what I want. <laughs> a maid with benefits. <laughs> nanny with benefits. Maid, because I don't want children, so maid with benefits. Maid with benefits. That sounds <laughs> fucked up. This sounds like slavery. <laughs> This sounds like slavery. Is it slavery if she's getting paid? Slaves weren't getting paid. I wouldn't call it a maid with benefits, though. That sounds like slavery. So a nanny is better because she's still doing... A nanny is still doing work. I was, a nanny's still cleaning, watching your kids. I wouldn't say... I would just be like, she is a third in our relationship takes that care of our also kids. takes care of our kids. And, and we pay for it. And cooks. She's also employed by us. This sounds sketchy. It's all, yeah, it's all the same thing. weird power dynamic. Because <laughs> then we can get it like sub and dom. 
No, I don't even think it's that. I think that this this is one of those situations where like your employer is taking advantage of the employee. But what if they know? But what if what if when you tell them that, like, you know how people be like, we're looking, you know how people like <laughs> they put them ads up and they're like, we're looking for a nanny. What if the ad is like, we're looking for a unicorn who will also serve as a nanny? Paid vacations, paying her to be our nanny. You're coming on trips. Like, if you put it all out there in the open and somebody's like, that sounds dope, I would want to do that. Is it us taking advantage of them or is there a clear understanding of what you came to do? I think that it sounds good in theory. The problem that I foresee coming into is that since you're also her employer, that you're going to have weird power dynamics because I also pay you and I'm fucking you. But you know how many people fuck their employers? Yeah, and they also <laughs> discourage that type of dynamic in most workplaces because of the power dynamics can get really fucked up and skewed. But yeah, but it would be the same as me hiring a nanny and fucking her. Right? Okay, it's all maybe, fucked up. Maybe we just don't hire a nanny that you fuck. <laughs> maybe we hire a separate nanny and just have a regular ass unicorn. I mean, again, this is all hypothetical, but I was just wondering, like, there are situations that's probably right now, it's... No, I don't doubt it. I'm sure that there are people out there who are doing this. Like, a nanny just cooked breakfast for a couple and now she's sucking the husband's dick. Yeah. Probably somewhere in this city. I wouldn't be surprised. In the suburbs. I mean, that's a pretty, like, like decent trope that's been going on throughout history for a long time, is that the husband's fucking the babysitter. But then when you connect it to slavery, too, that kind of sounds fucked up. So I guess this whole conversation is just It it sounds like indentured servitude. (laughs) With great benefits. <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway. <laughs> Are we done talking about polyamory? Yeah, we can We can move along. All right. All right. Anyway. Okay, so now we're going to get into our random shit segment. And so the first thing I kind of wanted to um, talk about, we don't have to stay on this one too long, but I just think it was an interesting debate that often goes on. It's the waxing versus shaving debate. When we're talking about waxing versus shaving, we do mean the vagina. Um... There are a lot of people uh, who prefer shaving over waxing. There are a lot of people who prefer waxing over shaving. I'm personally a waxer because I feel like you do get a clean, a more clean removal of the hair. But the other thing I wanted to talk about is there are some people who wax and so you get waxed. Yeah. And you know, when you get waxed, they tell you to wait 24 hours before you work out, have sex, anything that uh, requires anything getting into those open pores that you have because it can cause like some type of infection, anything um, ingrown hairs. So there are people like a lot of women on Twitter saying they don't wait the 24 hours. What do you think about that? So I personally wait the 24 hours because I'm prone to ingrown hairs yes. and I just don't need the risk. That's the main reason why I switched from shaving is because I'm prone to ingrown hairs anyway. So I waited. Um, if you want to play with your coochie, that's fine. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I like my shit to stay smooth. I don't like being irritated by the little ingrown hairs. I don't like having to get the tweezers and pull them bitches out. It's not comfortable. We're not. I'm not doing it. Yeah, that's how I feel as well. Like I have to wait the 24 hours like, we talked about this last episode. I'm a germaphobe. And it's like, I am prone to ingrown hairs as well. But also, my pores are open. I don't want nothing going in there that shouldn't be in there. When you have sex, there's a lot of leakage. There's yeah. sweat. There's semen. There's your You could get, like, a and stuff You can get that. anything. And then there's this girl, too. She's like, I never wait the 24 hours. So that sparked, like, a huge debate. And people were like, well, why are you playing with your coochie like that? And somebody was like, you get waxed and you don't wait the 24 hours. And then you back... At the wax, at the wax place, yelling at the wax lady because your coochie is like a star crunch bar. <laughs> but that's your fault. 
Because, like, <laughs> not a Stark French bar. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like you should wait. I don't. I don't see what's so pressing. Mm-mm. Like, if you feel like you don't want to wait for sex, don't get waxed on a day. Don't go on a Friday when you think you're probably going to get some dick that night. Go on a Wednesday when you get off work. Go on a Wednesday. And you know me. If I can wait 24 hours after I get a wax, then anybody can because we've talked about this before. As soon as the wax lady rips that first strip off, it's like... Maybe you're a fucking masochist. That's what I'm hearing. I just like a little bit of pain. So that pain and that it, hot it wax. doing it for you? It's like the hot wax. It's the baby. It's like she's taking care of me. It's like the baby powder and then the hot wax and then she just rip it off. Because the wax is so soothing and it's just a false sense of security. And then she rips it off and then there's that pain, that rush of pain. This just makes me very turned on. So I feel like if anybody can wait 24 hours... If I can wait 24 hours, anybody can wait 24 hours. Because I get up off the table like, let's get it. I don't think that type of pain does it for me. I like pain, <laughs> but them fucking waxing that shit be fucking stinging. Feels amazing. I'm not, it's not, it doesn't do it for me. Feels amazing. And plus me and my, um, because I get, I don't get like traditional waxes. I get sugaring. Sure. And me and her be talking about some random shit when that shit is going on. I can barely focus on the pain because... We're having great conversations. No, yeah, same. Me and my wax, you know, you talk to your wax lady like you've known her for years. Like, mm-hmm. your wax lady is your homegirl within them 10 to 15 minutes that she waxing you. We talk, and we talk about a lot of different things, but I am still focused on the pain because I like it. It doesn't just, <laughs> but you know, most of the time they talk to you to distract you because most people get in there and they're like, oh, I hurt so bad, but I'm like, <laughs> can't wait till you pull off the first strip. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, you don't get where I'm coming from. I mean, I understand, but that pain doesn't do it for me. It it just doesn't. Now, when I got my nipples pierced, that kind of did it for me. I was like, ooh. What I tell you, you got in the shower after and let that warm water hit it. See, that didn't really do anything for me. The warm water? Mm Mm-mm. No, I was, it really didn't do that much for me. But you you got lucky when you got yours pierced because they did them in tandem. Yeah, that was easy. So it you got so much easier. Both done at the same time. Me, when I went, it was one after the other. So the first one, I was like, oh. And the second one, I was like, oh. Because <laughs> it did feel like just quick little, like, lighters to, like, your nipples. But I don't know. I, I kind of, afterwards, I was like, I kind of like that. It's like, you know those people who put those, like, shock clamps on their nipples? Oh, I've done that before. How does that feel? It feels good. I think it's not really so much the initial clamping that does it. It's when you take them off because then they're so fucking sensitive. And then if somebody's, like, playing with them or licking them, it's like it hurts, but it feels, it hurts so good. Very it's sen- amazing. That's how I feel about waxing. It hurts so good. Then when she tell you to turn around and you spread the cheeks oh, open, I love that, that feels part. so good. That's my favorite part. The butt, yes. especially when she get to the top part and it's like warm. That's and she... great. I love that part. So we can agree on some part of the thing. Yes. <laughs> I also okay, maybe, okay. We can agree on some parts. I won't lie. I just don't like when she gets down to like my actual lips, like the mom's pubis, the top of it. I like that part. But when she gets further down and she's actually getting the lips, that shit hurts, and yes. I don't like that part. That's my favorite part. Mm-mm. That's my favorite part because it's warmth right in that area. I mean, the warmth feels great. And then she be ripping off my skin. But sugaring is different, though, right? Sugaring is like, because I've only ever done, like, regular wax. Regular wax, they just, like, rip it right off. I thought sugaring, they kind of, like, roll it off, kind of? Or no, no they rip they it too? No, they pull it up the same way. Okay. But I think that sugaring takes lo- a little bit longer because they don't do as big of an area as waxing does. So waxing, you could probably get it done in, what, like, five or six strips? Yeah. 
we're taking, we're doing way more than that with sugaring. So have you ever done regular waxing? Before? No. Okay. I was going to ask if you think um, regular waxing or sugaring does a cleaner pool, but. Yeah, no, I couldn't tell yeah. you. I've had a waxer or somebody who did my sugaring that previously did waxing um, and her technique was completely different. That shit hurt like nobody's mm-hmm. fucking business. I guess. So what's the difference? Like is sugaring like more natural than like the wax? Like what? Yeah, it's just natural because all it is is living sugar. sugar and water. That's it. That's literally the biggest difference. I feel like that would hurt way more than regular wax because sugar is very sticky. That's the point. And it's almost, I, yeah, but it's like, I feel like that would hurt more because it's, it's like if you get something really sticky in your hair and you're trying to like pull that out, I feel like it, it's I really... I mean, but you're not like, it's not dragging it. It's not like you're... That's what I imagine it, it doing, dragging it's it. It's pulling it up just like wax would. It's not, you're not tugging at the hair any more okay. than you would with wax. I guess It's just sugaring is a less, it's less abrasive and harsh to your skin because it's not pulling at your skin. It's yeah. literally only pulling the hair out. Yeah, I always imagine it being, like, stickier than regular wax. I'm like, is it, like, just kind of dragging? Because <laughs> that would probably hurt bad. That would not turn me on. Yeah, you might not be turned on by sugaring. It probably hurts way more than waxing. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, we don't have to stay on that too long. But I did want to go into something else. I was watching The Breakfast Club uh, probably a couple of days ago. And they had um, Damson Idris. Idris, I'm not really sure how to pronounce his last name. But uh, he plays Franklin Say in Snowfall. And um, they were asking him about just like his dating life and stuff. And he was saying how he had just previously got out of a really long term relationship, but he's still friends with his, with his ex. And so they asked him, like, so how does this work with like your dating life now? And he was like, well, it doesn't matter. Like if I end up dating somebody else, my ex will always still be in the picture. He's like, they talk every day like they're just friends but they talk every day and everybody who dates him after her will have to know that like, she will always be here. So the question is, could you date someone that's close with their ex? Um, I think it depends. Um, sometimes people will have friendships with their ex and it'll be really inappropriate. Like Mm -hmm. they'll still be talking about their relationship, their feelings for each other. They might still be fucking said ex. And I think in that type of situation, no. And I think that's why a lot of people have reservations about it is because those, all of those one, or if not all of those things will still be occurring. But if you legitimately are just like, cool, like y'all just broke up because y'all had Mutual, y'all mutually couldn't get it together and y'all needed to separate. Right. And y'all are legitimately just platonic friends, then I think I could deal with it. Because yeah, yeah. I have, or I used to, I used to have an ex that I had a great friendship with. And my boyfriend at the time, he hated it. But there was nothing going on between us. Right. We were just really, really good friends. And that's what he made it seem like, too. Like, the way he was saying it is like it's strictly platonic, but they do talk every day. But I feel like for me personally, like, Talking every day is a bit excessive. I don't mind if y'all check in with each other a lot because y'all are friends, but every single day y'all talking, I don't know how I feel about that. Like you said, it would it just depends on the relationship. Like if if this is your ex that you was dating in high school or undergrad, that don't count. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't know. Undergrad, it depends on the length of time. It depends on the length of time, school, but... yeah, but if you were an undergrad and y'all dated all of undergrad... Okay, all of undergrad, different. that's different. But if y'all was like together like freshman year or something like that and broke up... We were completely different people now. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be too pressed about that. Um, but just talking every day, that's too much. Because it's like, what do y'all have to talk about every single day? I oh, see. I'm guilty of that. I love talking on the phone. So, like, I have a group of people that I do talk to regularly on the phone. And at that time, 
that was my ex. So mm-hmm. we would talk almost every day, but that's we just had like a great friendship like yeah. that. So we would always update each other on each other's lives. We would talk about random events. Like we just had that type of relationship. And you said your your boyfriend, the dude who was your boyfriend at that time didn't like that. No, he didn't like that. Do you it think at it's all. because y'all did talk every day or do you think it's just because strictly because that was your ex? I think it was strictly because of he was my ex. He didn't trust me that much. Granted, this was like not necessarily the best relationship. Okay. Um, but he didn't trust me that much at that point in time. So or he didn't trust me in general, because we had we always had trust issues from the beginning because of that ex to begin with. And he just didn't think that he was going to the ex was going to keep it platonic. He was like, Oh, well, he's always gonna wanna fuck, he's always gonna try to fuck, da 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 da. But me and him had been broken up for a period of time and that had never occurred. There was just a lot of insecurities on his part uh-huh. that thought that me and that ex were going to eventually go out and do something behind his back and that never happened, obviously. But I also feel like, like just, I don't know, I feel like in that situation, because obviously, like, your loyalty now is to like the person who you were dating at that time. So, him coming to you and saying like, hey, this doesn't make me feel comfortable or I'm not really cool with you talking to him all like that every day, even though it probably was him feeling insecure about that. Don't you think that like your main responsibility at that point is him? So would you have been open to being talking to your ex and saying like, hey, I know we're friends, but like kind of got to cut it back on the talking every day and stuff like that. Like if that was his main issue was just like, I'm just not comfortable with y'all talking at that frequency. Then mm-hmm. yes, I think that that's a reasonable compromise that I'd be able to make is, okay, hey, we can't talk every day like how we normally do. Yeah. We could talk a couple times a week. But if he was like, oh no, you need to stop talking to him at all. I wouldn't have been okay with that. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it, it just really depends. And then some people, some people just got them exes that just be there. Like, somebody that they dated for a long time they end up being like a part of the family and it is just like they just there like you see the memes was like me still popping up in my ex's house because we broke up but I ain't break up with his family yeah but then that gets into the family side like why are you still letting that bitch in the house <laughs> I mean I guess it depends on the relationship mm-hmm. like how close of a relationship they had to the family like was this ex around all of the kids and like was babysitting and like would go to all the family functions and help cook and had great relationships with everybody I don't think that they should have to cut off a relationship yeah. unless it was a bad relationship. Like, it was toxic. toxic like, it yeah. was abusive, something like that. Then I think my family shouldn't be continuing to interact with them. But I don't expect them to just start disliking somebody because we mutually decided that we wanted to break well, up. No, not that. But I'm saying, like, you start dating somebody else and you're bringing them to the family functions, but then your ex come in too. I think it would just be on me as my job in the relationship yeah. to tell my new partner, like, hey, this ex still comes around because they developed this close of a relationship with my family. With my family. And that makes sense. And also, like, I know you said in general, it depends. But if the shoe were on the other foot, like in the previous relationship you were in and he had an ex that he was talking to every single day and was close to, truthfully, like, just completely honest how would you feel about it as long as the conversations are platonic i absolutely don't care i'm of the mindset like when i'm in a relationship i expect for us to have like independence and autonomy and like ultimately at the end of the day i just want to know what you're doing right i want to have an understanding that you're going to do right by me 
and that you're going to respect our boundaries because ultimately people are going to do what they want to do regardless of if I tell you not to do it or not. Mm -hmm. I would just hope that we have a relationship to where you feel comfortable enough to tell me and not violate my trust in that way. So as long as you're being honest and straightforward with me and you're not doing something that's sketchy, no, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal for me. As long as it's not inappropriate. And I don't know, for me, I feel like every day is a little bit too much. But y'all can talk. I don't care. As long as it's, like you said, as long as it's not sketchy, because some people still be fucking their exes. Yes. <laughs> Very frequently. It's, it's not even funny. And I... <laughs> Are you thinking about somebody? No, <laughs> I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about my future. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible, but I told the person who I'm currently dating that if we ever broke up, you know we're still going to have sex, right? I mean, sometimes it be like, like yeah. that, though. Sometimes the sex be so good that you just can't, you can't let it go. And I told him, I said, um, you know, no disrespect to like if we break up and you get into a relationship with somebody else. But if I want you, you single. (laughs) See, then that's on him. Right? I I, I don't owe no loyalty to the other girl. He owe loyalty to the other girl. He got the loyalty to her. But if he fall for it, then she shit out of luck. I'm just an innocent bystander. Honestly, if he's still falling for that, he don't need to be in no relationship, period. Anyways, if he's going to be playing this still fuck you, he don't need to get into a relationship until he's like, all right, I'm ready to stop fucking Brandy. I mean, yeah. Because that's not fair to the other person. But then again, I wouldn't be at fault. I just told you what it is. You need to be like, girl, shut the hell up. Cut off all ties. It's more of a him problem than a you problem. I told him that. I was like, if we ever broke up, whether you single or in a relationship, I send them eyeball emojis. You better pull up skirt, pull up, pull up ski, do a little drive by, face, no DoorDash dick, <laughs> DoorDash dick, yeah, delivery dick, yes. <laughs> but no, some people, I mean, yeah, some people still be fucking their exes. So yeah, it just depends. Everything has to be completely platonic, completely. It has to all be appropriate, and just not every day for me. Don't talk to them because y'all ain't got nothing to talk about every single day. I mean, you could find something to talk you about with somebody. You could find something. But, y'all nah. could talk about the sky being blue every day if y'all wanted to. You could, but it's like, I don't need you doing that. Like, if they wish you happy birthday and stuff like that, y'all just talk like, you know, every now and then, that's fine. As long as you ain't sending them future memes, like Merry Christmas. This reminds me of the day where I forgot that you were on the cross with me. <laughs> and like the I tree said, don't that's shine not appropriate. Bright. That's not appropriate. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, I don't think I could deal with multiple exes. I think if it's just one ex that you just have really good friends, you're really good friends with them. Yeah. That's one thing. I couldn't deal with you being friends oh, with God, all no. of your exes. No, that's enough for me. Because you fucking one of them. Say you, you got five exes. One you fucking them. two in that five. You probably are fucking all of them because there's no reason that every bitch that you've never been in a relationship with is still hitting you up. So let me ask you something else. I was watching The Real just probably like a couple of years ago. And one of the hosts on there... Um, I can't remember when she said they dated, but there's this guy she dated uh, and they were in a very long term relationship. And, you know, they, they were they were friends prior to them being in a relationship and they were friends after being in a relationship. They were always really close. I think they like grew up together and stuff, always just took good care of each other. But the guy that she used to date, he's currently married now and she still gets like invited. Like his wife will be like, you can come over, Bob, listen that. But one day she went over there and her her ex had a picture of them framed the host and the ex had a picture of them two together, frame like of when they were dating. And so she was talking to her ex's wife, like, 
you don't find that like a bit awkward? And she was like, no, that's one of his favorite pictures of you guys. I love that picture. I love how good you used to take care of him. Like, I love y'all friendship. If that makes him happy, it makes me happy. But I'm like, mm. a framed picture. If y'all have pictures together, that's fine. But it's not going to be framed. No, it was framed house. and hanging up above the flyer. Like, not above the fireplace, but one of the pictures on no. the mantle of the fireplace. Too no. much, right? I think that's too much. Now, it... Especially if it's just them two. If it's us three together, maybe. Because clearly they're all great friends. Yeah, if it was a throuple picture. <laughs> no, it's not just about to be my husband and his best friend. No, it was just them that two. That he used to date hung up in my house. No, yeah. I'm not doing that. It mm-hmm. was them two. And she was like so geeked about it. She was like, she told me that that's one of his favorite pictures of us. And she'll never take it down because he's happy about it. And, you know, she loves our friendship. And everybody in the office was like, yeah. And I'm like, no, boo, tomatoes. Because... I can't do that. I mean, if it worked for them, it, it worked, worked for, for them, them. But I don't think I could do it. The way my jealousy is set up, um, I couldn't. I don't think I would necessarily be jealous, but I'm like, there's no point of you having... If there's a picture of y'all together, that's fine, like you said, but I'm not going to really frame it and hang it up on our fire. That's reserved for family pictures. If it was all three of us in that picture, then it can go on the fireplace. The reason why I say jealousy is because in the back of my mind, that little green monster is going to be there and be like, <laughs> well, <bitch>. yeah. <laughs> Like, why is this bitch on my mantelpiece with picture? my husband? Why? Clearly, y'all have a close friendship, but why? This seems a little too close for me. Yeah. yeah. But then, but then, I mean, like you say, you got to get into, like, their relationship as a whole because, like, the wife would be the one inviting her over. Like, hey, we're having dinner tonight. Come over. So, so I mean, that's good. honestly could just be cool with it. I mean, maybe, you know, who knows? One day I may be comfortable with that if I have a husband who has an ex-girlfriend that I'm just besties with. Maybe that's a thing. Who knows? As of right now, I'm not in any point in my life where I would be okay with that. They had to be older. Because when you think about older people, like people in like their 50s and stuff, they'd be like, yeah, I used to date her back in the day. And... They be friends with like your mama and shit. Yeah, no, (laughs) I can't I feel like it comes with age. Yes. All right. So there's another like quick little thing that I want to talk about before we get into our confessions of the day. So basically on TikTok, there's been this whole situation between these two influencers. Basically, old girl flew out. They have one of the two influencers have been talking for like six months. Old girl had flew out to go meet up with him. They end up having unprotected sex. Da 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 da. Shortly after she left, he ends up posting on TikTok. He's going on a date with another content creator or whatever. Now, she's on TikTok screaming that she fired. He violated her. Her consent was violated because they had previously agreed. She previously said she didn't want to be in a polyamorous situation and he wanted to be in one. But at no point had they been exclusive. The way that people are making it seem on TikTok is that it's sexual assault because he violated her informed consent. And I wanted to see what your opinion on it because I think that's bullshit. No, you know I'm the consent queen. You better ask me if you can get a hug. (laughs) But in that situation, no, because it's like, like you said, they weren't exclusive. It's not like they sat down and and had a conversation and said, okay, it's just me and you. We're together. No one else is involved. And then he went and cheated. But even then, that's that's cheating. That's cheating. That's not sexual assault. And the way that people were making it seem was like, well, he manipulated her to think that it was mm-hmm. one thing other than another. I was like, no, even if that was the case, that's just being morally wrong. If we start setting a precedent that any time that like my initial idea of what our relationship is supposed to be is violated later on down the line, that that's sexual assault. Then every time that we have 
one night stands where we don't have full disclosure of everything or then have it will casual always be sex. Sexual assault. It'll always yeah. be sexual assault. I just think it's a terrible precedent to set. No, yeah, I think I don't. It's just the telltale sign of like I ain't looking for a relationship right now, and the girl is like, "Well, wait till I have sex with you. You gonna want yeah. a relationship with me?" And then they have sex, and this nigga is going on a date with another girl, as he should. And now you want to scream sexual assault, which is not sexual assault at all. And why do they, why Why was that term even, I, I take sexual assault way too seriously for people to just be calling anything sexual assault. Mm-hmm. So why are we calling a dude, a single guy having like multiple partners or just dating around sexual assault because he didn't want to commit to one person? Like that's on her. He told her that he's not looking for a relationship. She said she was. But I feel like you take that with a grain of salt. If you mess with somebody who's not looking for a relationship, whatever happens, that's on you. Yes. You can't expect them to want to be in a relationship with you just because you want to be in one. Like, that don't make no sense. That's the brand. That's dumb bitch syndrome. And I that also ain't sexual think assault. It's just common sense. If you're going to be opening yourself, if you're going to go have sex with somebody, I think it's reasonable to assume that when you say yes to having this sexual interaction with this person, that there is a possibility that they could be lying to you, that they could be having sex with other people. Like, I feel like that's just a reasonable assumption. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No matter if you're male or female, when you decide that you want to have sex with somebody, you're taking on certain risks and you're accepting that risk when you consent to them. That's just accountability. You can't just go back and be like, oh, well, he violated my consent or he sexually assaulted me just because you find out additional information later on or you find out he lied later on. You agreed to have sex with him in that moment and there was no coercion. There was no additional ridiculous harmful manipulation. There wasn't something more nuanced going on. You agreed to have sex with him unprotected at that. I was just about to say that. own fruition. That's what I want to talk about. You can't back that on and be like, oh, he sexually assaulted me because he told me that we potentially would be exclusive and he was dating other people. Yeah, so the unprotected sex thing was the thing that caught my attention more than anything. And I'm like, is that why she's saying sexual assault? Because it would be different if you were having sex with this person and at some point, like you didn't know this, but they took the condom off. But that's That's different. But the fact that you consented to having unprotected sex with this person, I don't, I just don't, where did the sexual assault come into play? Everything think, sounded consensual. It's not like she just pissed because he's dating other people. That's exactly but what you she can't, did. You don't she play is. with somebody like that. Like, sexual assault is way too fucking serious and there's too many consequences for that. There's so many people who've been affected by that for you to be like, oh, it's sexual assault because you don't want to commit to me. The fuck? Yeah, I thought it was That's pretty, pretty ridiculous. Fucked up. And the terrible person in this situation is the TikTok bitch. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Like, he's fucked up because he did lie, but like, but it's like you, you making terrible. this seem like this is a whole situation that it's not. Just mm-hmm. tell it like it is. You got your feelings hurt. You thought it was one thing. It wasn't. He lied to you. Okay. And leave it at that. Like, no, you have all of TikTok going after this man. Yeah. Acting then, like, I would have never known that it wasn't sexual assault had I not looked at the videos video. to find out what it actually was. Because it's like the most she could have done in that situation is just be like, this nigga ain't shit, which really, that ain't really, I don't really agree with that either because it's like, he told you he didn't want to be in a relationship. It's not like he... Well, no, she flew out with the idea that they would be talking about being exclusive But when she eventually. got there, she, he told her, right? That he I don't, we don't know the logistics. Uh, Ultimately, they weren't exclusive in that moment is the way okay, that it was portrayed. Yeah. So the most she could say is that nigga ain't shit, but to holler sexual assault, don't do that. That's... And even if they were exclusive, all he did was cheat on you. It wasn't... All he did was cheat. That's not sexual assault. That's no, cheating. that's a violation of trust, not yeah. consent. Yeah, don't... 
I don't, yeah, I don't agree with that situation. And it's my thing with TikTok and just people on social media in general. I feel like a lot of people just make assumptions and bandwagon before they even fully inform themselves. I feel like a lot of people probably looked at the comments and was like, oh no, sexual assault and was commenting on there and giving their two cents. But it's like, watch the video. Cause now you got everybody going at this random nigga, probably calling him like a sexual abuser, everything. And all he did was cheat on your ass. It's really it's essentially what happened. But moving along to our <laughs> kitty confession. We have two today. Um, I can start off with mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically, one of the confessions that I found out was this guy, he was living with his friend. Now his friend, he's this big cocky nigga. They ain't get along too well. They were having a lot of roommate troubles. Um, so what he would do was because he wasn't gonna fight him because he was too damn big and he was he was afraid he wasn't gonna win that shit. So he would go to the bathroom and if he got pee on the toilet, he would grab that nigga's face towel, wipe the pee up, and wipe his dick off after and then hang it back up. So every time he would use the bathroom, he would do this. And then the guy, he would wipe his face with this pussy ass towel. Now he would never smell it because he was on medication that prevented him from smelling. So he never knew the whole time they lived together that he was wiping his shit, his piss up with his face towel. Okay, so... <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> what so, would you do? <laughs> just, I have a few questions. If you can follow me here, I just need you to answer a lot of things before I go into my opinion about this. We might not even get to the second confession <laughs> because I really want to talk about this. So... I guess my first question is, what, like, did he ever, did he go, when he was telling you this, did he go into depth of what the altercations or disagreement that they would have were like? Like, was it really, really heated to the point where he said, put piss on this nigga towel? They had a lot of disagreements. Uh, They were also younger. So around this time, they were like, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. So they're having just normal, we just moved out of our house, our parents' house, moving in together, roommate so like pain. Fighting your college roommate. Yes. Right? So it may have been a little bit worse. He really didn't go too much into detail, but it wasn't these crazy situations. They were just not getting along well. The one roommate wanted to be really, really clean, the other one was dirty, just shit like that. Confrontations like that. Okay, I have two opinions. The first one is going to be against your friend. The second one is going to be me trying to, like, vouch for him a bit. The first one, that's fucking disgusting. It's fucking gross. I guess there are worse things than pee that you can put on that person's towel, but it's the fact that you wiped it on the toilet. Yeah, he would clean the piss Toilet up. is fucking disgusting. That's I'd rather disgusting. him have wiped it on his penis. It's he, he nasty, too, but the toilet, you got the toilet germs and the penis germs <laughs> and the urine germs. Granted, it's been proven that urine is not as germy as we think it is. It's When sterile. it first comes out your body, it's sterile. Immediately, but after a after couple it's been seconds, sitting, it's yeah. not. It's disgusting. You got to catch it right when it's coming out. That's why soldiers, like, they pee on wounds and stuff. But yeah. that's right when it's coming out of the tunnel. But <laughs> you wiping the toilet seat, then you wiping your dick, and then you just hanging it up, and then your roommate is wiping his bo- face. Yes. Wait, wiping his Regular face, morning body, face routine. Yes. Like, he, that's what he teeth. cleans his body with. Like, that's his regular towel or rag. Okay. That's fucking gross. If you want to get at somebody, <laughs> I don't know how else. Okay, first I'm going to say, if you want to, okay, because my mind is just blown. That's gross. I don't think I would have gone as far to rub someone's towel that they use daily on the toilet and on my penis and 
put my urine on it. But on the other <laughs> hand, to kind of vouch for your friend, and I'm not saying what he did was right, but if this roommate was huge and bigger than him, your friend had to use his, his brain. I mean, that's he what had he to did. beat him with his smarts. That shit was trifling, though. When he told me about the story, I was like, you're trifling as fuck. That's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. But, like, I mean, I mean it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Like it I said, it could, it, he could have used something way worse than, than urine. But it's disrespectful. But I feel like if I were in your friend's shoes and I did that, any argument that we had afterwards, I would not give a fuck. Every time you say something to me, I'm going to laugh in your face because I see you wiping your body, your face, and your mouth. I my mean, P-rag. he did get that sense of satisfaction out of it. Like, yeah, I can't beat you in a fight every time we fucking argue. I got to stand down, bitch. You're wiping your face with my piss every day. Well, why don't we do, like, other things? Like, Aqua Cast, I was watching Bad Girls Club, <laughs> binge watching it. <laughs> um, and one of the girls on there, it was a situation like that on season four. Another girl was kind of bigger than her, and uh, she didn't really like to fight. So she just started sab- sabotaging the girl's food. So, like, she would put, like, butter in her eggs white to make her fat, her egg whites to make her fat. And she would put, like, I forgot, she was putting something in, like, her protein powders. Like, she was just messing with her food to make her gain weight. I would rather, I would rather do that but than that's pee. not really doing shit, especially to somebody who, like, Well, she was really superficial. Works. Me, okay. So like, in that case, like yes. she was like, oh, I don't want to gain weight, blah, 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 and that. I watched my weight. Like she was stepping on the scale, always working out. Like she wanted to maintain a certain weight. So the roommate started messing with her food to make her gain weight because it's like, that's how I'm getting at you. But P. But I mean, this is a guy who works out constantly. Something <laughs> as simple as that probably isn't going to That's not going to affect him. Anything but... in his workout regimen. And what else can you do that's so covert that he's not going to know about it? I'm going to steal your socks. Every sock, I'm going to steal. He going to pick up on that. I was about to say something so bad. That was going to be worse than him wiping the urine. What? <laughs> Fucking metal some shit. I was going to say skeeting his uh, socks. So he just stepping in every but, sock. No. But you going to know that because why my socks so no, fucking listen, crunchy listen, every time? Listen to my mind. So one of the, you know how you got a pair? I don't know if you fold your socks like this. You put the pair together, you roll them closed. Yeah. So one of them you just ejaculate in and you roll it closed with the other one and just let it just sit there. But I don't know if you're going to put crunchy. it on your foot. I don't know if you're going to put it on your foot, but you're going to touch my semen in some way, shape, but or that's form. Gonna be crunchy. What'd you say? Wrap it up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, so we got to wrap it up. <laughs> Okay, so we'll get into the next confession next week. But um, you want to give out like our social media handles and everything like that? Yeah, so back to looking them up. So in the meantime, while I'm looking up our podcast social media handle, you can find me on Instagram at Chelsea.Elise or you can find me on Twitter at BiteMeSoftlyXX on Twitter. And then for our social media handles, for Instagram, it's going to be Kitty Confessions Pod. And then for Twitter, it's Kitty Confess Pod. And then for our email, if you want to send in some confessions for us to talk about, it's going to be Kitty Confessions Pod at gmail.com. Yes, and follow me on IG as well. It's Belatrell, B-E-E-L-A-T-R-E-L-L. And yeah, just submit some things to us that we can talk about on um, our confession segment or anything you would like to hear us talk about. We're going to get back into the other thing next week because I want to finish about that because that's very interesting. But yeah, give us a follow. And thank you for listening. We're looking forward to our next episode. Bye. Bye.